A preacher was invited to one of his homes. His family has invited him over from the parish. And the woman of the house was very pleased to have the minister in her home. And she wanted him to read something with the whole family after supper. So the meal is winding down. It is finishing. And the woman says to one of her daughters, she says, Darling, go get the good book. The book we love. The book that we read every day. And so the little girl comes back to the table with the Sears catalog. If there was a catalog that had every kind deed that you ever did, how long would that catalog be? Kindness is powerful. Kindness can transform lives. We are challenging everyone in our area to commit intentional acts of kindness this month. How's that been going for you? When is the last time you did a kind deed for someone? The scriptures have a lot to say about kindness. The world has a lot to say about kindness. They get lots of attention. It's sort of a hot topic lately. Kindness. It's been getting attention by people of faith. It's been getting attention from social scientists. And it's been getting attention from ordinary people who are sick of living in a society where kindness has been kicked to the curb. If you're sick of that, raise your hand. I see a whole lot of hands. There's lots of definitions for kindness, and I hope by the end of this month, because we've been talking about this, you will have your own way of defining kindness. If someone asks you to define it, what would you say? But here's what others have been saying. Some ordinary folk define kindness in these ways. Kindness is a choice. Kindness is putting someone else first before yourself. Kindness is choosing to look at somebody instead of choosing to look away. Here's how some social scientists define kindness. Kindness is a meta-value that encompasses acts of altruism, empathy, justice, and respect. It is always an action, often done with the intention to benefit, and sometimes driven by emotion. Several people, maybe including some of you, who took our online kindness survey chose this definition. Kindness is demonstrating love for people in practical acts of service. Keep thinking about what your definition of kindness might be. In today's scriptures, Jesus in Mark 9 catches, he catches the first disciples having an argument among themselves. An argument about which of them is the greatest. And a slight aside here, which boxer always said that he was the greatest? 
Muhammad Ali. And another aside, which cereal box character would always say, they're great. Tony the Tiger, look at the, forget about the definition of kindness. You guys know the important things in life. So Jesus catches them having this argument. No, I'm the greatest. No, you're the greatest. No, I really am. He cuts to the heart of the matter by saying this. Whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. Whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. The Jesus way is the way of service. The Jesus way is the way of kindness. And in the Old Testament, a word is used again and again to describe God and God's action. What is that word? Hesed. Let's all say that together loudly. Hesed. It's a Hebrew word, which is hard to translate, but can be rendered loving kindness. Let's see if we can say that loudly together. Loving kindness. Oh, we're more comfortable with English than Hebrew. Fine. But it's not just that God is sometimes kind or sometimes loving. It's that God is loving kindness. God is loving kindness. So check this out. Anytime that you are kind, you are tapping into all the previous definitions of kindness that I said. But you are also participating, even if in just a tiny way, the kindness of God. I'm going to rewind that one. Feel free to join in with me. Check this out. Every time that you are kind, you are tapping into all the previous definitions of kindness I gave. But you're also participating, even if in a small way, the kindness of God. Whether a person believes in God or not, God can and does work through acts of kindness. Including kind deeds. Let's hear a story about the power of just one small little kind deed. But before we get there, a shorter story that has a humorous element. So a wedding happens. It's at the wedding reception. And a woman goes up to the bride and says, Oh, you look so lovely, dear. You look so lovely. And the bride says, thank you. And then the woman got really close and whispered, Whatever happened to that ditzy blonde that your husband used to date? And the bride replied, I dyed my hair. I'm thinking of dyeing my hair purple. Anyone like to see that here? Anyone interested? Okay, well, we're going to have to make a higher challenge than just a few hand raises. So, here is a more serious true story, though that was a true story too. The year is 1940. The place is apartheid South Africa. A black boy around nine years of age is walking with his mom. And coming the other way is a white priest wearing flowing robes. And as they're about to pass by each other, 
The priest tips his hat. And this made an impression on the boy. He had never, ever seen a white man give that sort of courtesy or respect, that little gesture of respect, to a black woman, to his mom in this case. And that stuck with him. It helped to teach him that he didn't have to accept discrimination and that faith could be a powerful vehicle for advocating for racial equality. Who did that nine-year-old boy grow up to become? Archbishop Desmond Tutu, Nobel Peace Prize winner and former Anglican Archbishop of South Africa. And there's still videos today you can find online where he talks about that incident. Now, of course, there are lots of other influences in Archbishop Tudor's life that contributed to the man he would become, the disciple of Jesus that he became, and to the courageous bishop he was and is. But that story highlights the power what God can do with just one little act of kindness. A tip of the hat. Through God's grace, extravagant grace, grace like honey being poured into bread. That can be used by God to transform one life, and then through one life, many hundreds and perhaps thousands of others. The good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that one small kind deed can cause an avalanche of good in a person's life. You may never know. How your kind deed will help to turn around a life, to say the right word at the right time. How your smile at the register this week, how generously overlooking a mistake that someone in your family made, or helping a neighbor that you don't know move a few pieces of furniture, you may never know how that God will use that to impact, to encourage, to uplift, to change the direction of a life. You may never know. But God knows. When we think of the fundamentals of kind deeds, we learn them all, the foundation of that, before kindergarten. Open a door for someone if they are struggling with a package. Give up your seat if somebody else needs it because it's painful for them to stand. It all starts there. The simple courtesies. And yet, a society that allows basic courtesy, basic deeds of courtesy to die out and not be a thing, is a society signing up for unnecessary strife and polarization. A society that just says, oh, it's not a thing anymore. A society that allows basic deeds of courtesy to fall to the wayside is a society that has sentenced itself, has signed up for, in big red letters, unnecessary strife and polarization. Is that our society? Have we done that? Are we signing up for that unnecessary strife? Something for you to think about here. So we who say that we follow the Jesus way, Christians, whatever tribe of Christians, whatever denomination, should it be said of us that we who follow the Jesus way, the way of kindness, should we be setting an example for the rest of the society in doing these small deeds of courtesy? What do you think? Yes or no? Yes. 
And yet, as we have said, so often Christians are not known for the kind words they say or the kind deeds they do, but the harsh things that we say and the harsh things that we do. But no, we should be known for doing these ordinary acts of courtesy, these small deeds of kindness, and doing them without fanfare and without expectation of return. Can I have an amen? Amen. Here's what woman, one woman said who filled out our online survey. It is too, far too easy to be selfish, hateful, and cruel. In these challenging and divisive times, I pray that our Lord would strengthen and inspire the hearts and minds of each and every person. Now listen carefully. To do what is thoughtful conscientious, generous, and full of loving kindness. Bless us, Lord, to be a blessing to others. Can I have another amen? amen. Yeah, that's not bad for Episcopalians. No, not great. A few Lutherans as well. We'll work on that. Kindness is powerful. Kindness can transform lives. We are challenging everyone in our area to commit themselves to intentional acts of kindness for the month of September. How is that going for you? When is the last time you did a kind deed for someone? Every time you do a kind deed, you are participating in the kindness of God. Every time you do a kind deed, you might just end up transforming a life. Every time you do a kind deed, you are building a better world for yourself, for the people you care about, for all. Do a kind deed. Today, tomorrow, and every day. Amen.